Former Vesna Trophy winner Pekka Rene is said to be an unrestricted free agent. Should the New Jersey Devils take a chance on him and sign him short term in order to help someone like Mackenzie Blackwood develop in the right direction? He is going to turn 39 this year, so I'm just giving you guys some reference as to how old he is and how short term this deal might potentially be for the New Jersey Devils. And also, we have some breaking news. The New Jersey Devils are willing to trade away their fourth overall selection for a good defensive man. That is quite interesting. Obviously, we're not going to focus on that this episode, but let's talk about it just a little bit because it seems like my predictions are coming true in terms of where the New Jersey Devils are at in their rebuild. What am I talking about? Well, we have a lot to discuss in this silly season episode, so buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 1.42 p.m. Eastern Time, June 29th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, before I get into any more silly season discussion, I just want to give you guys a quick preview of what's to come for the New Jersey Devils and their organization. It looks like that my prediction is correct. It seems like the New Jersey Devils are past the drafting process in terms of their rebuild, as in, I think they found their young core that they want to build around. They already have a lot of young guys to look forward to in the next uh, few years. And it looks like the New Jersey Devils are about to follow my advice because I said they should uh, look to trade the fourth overall selection and maybe see what they could get in return. And also, I just feel as though if we just find that glue piece to take us to the next level, then I feel as though we can, you know, compete for a playoff spot. You know, we could be one of those uh, teams that just barely makes it. You know, if you still make the playoffs, you still make the playoffs. But anyway, uh, yeah, I've been hearing reports that the New Jersey Devils, they might be willing to shop their fourth overall selection. And that's going to make things interesting because, as you guys know, when I'm doing these silly season discussions, I said, like, you know, the fourth overall pick does play a factor. I specifically talked about it in my Jack Eichel. Uh, trade scenario in which the New Jersey Devils would have to include that pick, Jack Hughes, and obviously a high-level prospect, and that can make things interesting. But anyway, going back to some more real news. So like I said, the New Jersey Devils, it looks like they're going to be shopping that fourth overall pick, seeing which defenseman they can get. Because like I told you guys, we have Ty Smith uh, to look forward to for the future. And obviously we do have some solid veteran pieces in Severson and Subban, but we just need uh, another piece on the defensive side of things to really take us to the next level. Because, you know, let's face it, Will Butcher is not going to cut it. And also someone like Kevin Ball just isn't ready quite yet. So obviously with uh, what Ty Smith was able to do this season, it really changes, I guess, overall what the New Jersey Devils are going to try to do on the defensive side of things. Like I said, I'm not against trading that pick. I think they honestly should because, like I said, I think we're past the drafting uh, phase. So hypothetically, if we were to draft Luke Hughes, we would actually have to wait a minute because he is going to play at the University of Michigan this upcoming hockey season for them. We're going to have to wait for that. Then, obviously, uh, it could take a while before he signs his uh, entry-level deal. Then he's going to have to play in the AHL system. And then, obviously, he'll 
be brought up to the New Jersey Devils organization. So that can always take a while because, you know, guys, look what uh, Alexander Holtz did this season. He went over and played uh, in his homeland of Sweden. Then he signed his entry-level deal, and then he played in the AHL system. Albeit, he did relatively well in both uh, systems. But at the same time, I think the New Jersey Devils, I think Tom Fitzgerald, I think they're tired of waiting, and they overall see the potential that this team could do because a lot of things have changed in order for the New Jersey Devils to do something like that. So like I told you guys, we will discuss more of that once I get more information in terms of which players specifically uh, they're probably looking at. Uh, Quite honestly, is it possible that we'll trade Luke Hughes essentially for Quinn Hughes, who plays for the Vancouver Canucks? I have no idea, but like I told you guys, I'm sure there's a lot of teams that would be willing to take that fourth overall selection because that is a high first round pick. It's in the top five, and obviously we could get a very good trade package. Uh, Tom Fitzgerald, he just needs to be smart about this because this is a move that can get him fired. I'm just saying because I've I've seen a lot of this happen where, you know, they have a great situation and unfortunately they just uh, pull the trigger too early and ultimately it just doesn't work out. So my advice for Tom Fitzgerald is just be patient. So anyway, let's talk about some silly season discussion relating to yesterday's episode. So if you hadn't checked that out, I basically uh, revisited the goaltending issue for the New Jersey Devils. What went wrong for us? Obviously, when Corey Crawford retired, that put a huge void in our goalie system because we had to get Scott Wedgwood to be the backup netminder. Then obviously we had to get Aaron Dell. Originally Aaron Dell was supposed to take Scott Wedgwood's position. Scott Wedgwood was to fall uh, back to third string. Ultimately, Aaron Dell did not perform up to expectations. He performed well below them. So obviously uh, Scott Wedgwood was able to regain his uh, backup role. But at the same time, I just don't think Scott Wedgwood is a capable uh, backup netminder. So obviously we've reminisced on that enough. So let's actually talk about the silly season discussion in terms of some possible uh, solutions for the New Jersey Devils in that backup role. So obviously, guys, I want to turn back the clock a little bit. So remember, I believe a week or two ago, I talked about the King Clancy Memorial Trophy nominations, and I talked about how P.K. Subban was up for it. And, you know, obviously he's a current New Jersey Devil based on what he was able to do for uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, the police with his Blue Line Buddies Association. Obviously, he helps a lot of uh, kids in need that are in the hospital. So obviously, you know, P.K. Subban was up for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. Then Curtis Gabriel, a friend of the show, a former New Jersey Devil, obviously what he does for LGBTQ, uh, Black Lives Matter as well, and overall just trying to be a social advocate in the NHL world, uh, he was up for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. Now, I wanted both of those players to win because obviously um, P.K. Subban, a current New Jersey Devil, Curtis Gabriel, a former New Jersey Devil, like I told you guys, he has appeared on this show before. So obviously, you know, I I was cool with uh, either one of them winning, but I said, I think Pekka Rene is going to win it. Like I told you guys, I I, I wanted Curtis Gabriel to win. I wanted P.K. Subban to win, but I knew in my heart to heart it was going to belong to Pekka Rene. And lo and behold, I was correct. So if you guys uh, don't know, the King Clancy Memorial Trophy, it basically is awarded to just a player who, uh, you know, makes an impact in uh, the world outside of the ring. So obviously I told you guys what P.K. Subban and Curtis Gabriel do for their respective communities. And this is sort of like a win-win-win scenario if you are up for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. It just determines how much money you'll get. So 
Pecarine for winning uh, the award. He uh, was awarded $25,000 and he is going to donate it to any charity of his uh, choosing. And then P.K. Subban and Curtis Gabriel were each given $5,000 to donate to their respective cause as well. So like I told you guys, there's really no loser when it comes to uh, the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. Just determines how much money you'll get. So obviously we all know what Pecarine can do. Obviously I was tweeting about it saying that, you know, congratulations to P.K. Subban, Curtis Gabriel, and Pecarine Rene for, you know, being the finalist for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy, and I wanted um, uh, Curtis Gabriel or P.K. Subban to win it, but uh, Neil, who actually runs another Devils podcast called Devil's State of Mind, he actually brought this to my attention. He said, P.K. Subban is a current New Jersey Devil. He said, uh, Curtis Gabriel is a former New Jersey Devil, and he said, Pekka Rene, can he be a future New Jersey Devil? So obviously, that sparked my curiosity. I was like, you know what? I think Neil is on to something. Could it be possible that Pekka Rene can join the New Jersey Devils organization? Is it possible that he can be that solution that we need? Because like I told you guys, Pekka Rene, his uh, background, it's stacked. And overall, I would be happy if we were to get him onto this organization, quite honestly. And I will tell you guys more on that in a second. But first, I had to give you guys the first live read this morning. I've been having a lot of car issues. My AC broke down, so I'm going to need some new parts. So I'm going to go to rockauto.com. So with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to get your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only brands their warehouse happens to carry? So you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket as well. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. So why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from chain stores or a car dealership. RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpets. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Okay, so let's have a little recap on what the New Jersey Devils specifically need at the netminding position. So obviously, I told you guys in the last episode, when Corey Crawford retired, it really put a damper on things because Corey Crawford, a former uh, Stanley Cup winner, was supposed to help someone like Mackenzie Blackwood just develop into that potential Vesna finalist that I know that he's capable of becoming. And obviously, when I'm looking at the netminding position... I'm not really looking at young players. I'm looking at old players. So if you are a goalie and you are listening to my show right now, I think you're going to appreciate what I'm about to say. So when you are a goalie, you're one of the best skaters on the rink because you have to be able to stand, you have to be able to squat, you have to be able to go into the butterfly position all while being on the ice. So usually uh, the best skaters on the rink are usually the goaltenders. And obviously it's about technique. It's about finesse. And obviously, you know, uh, when you're an older goalie, obviously you're not, you're not as young, you're not as quick as, you know, say as someone like Mackenzie Blackwood. But the reason you're so successful at your older age is just because, you know, at that point in your career, it's more of a mental game. It's about technique over like being quick, over being fast. So obviously, you know, if you're able to have that down to a T, you're able to remember 
remain in the league for a good while. So let's look at someone like Marty Brodeur for the New Jersey Devils. So he had a very lengthy career, and obviously, you know, he wasn't the player that he once was, say, in the early 2000s or, you know, the late 90s in which he was helping the New Jersey Devils, you know, win Stanley Cup trophies. But at the same time, the reason he was able to remain in the league for so long, the reason why he was able to be uh, our starting netminder during our championship run uh, back in 2012 was just because, you know, his technique was still there. His overall impact was still there. And overall, you know, for the New Jersey Devils, that's why he was able to remain with us for a long time despite his old age. So obviously, you know, that's a good example. And, you know, uh, like I told you guys, I believe back in 2006, despite uh, Marty Brodeur being, you know, kind of out of his prime uh, for most goaltenders, he still signed a big contract with the New Jersey Devils. Why? Because his technique was still there. I remember talking about that in an episode, I believe back in January. So, you know, when we're looking at someone like Pekka Rene, obviously, you know, he is a very old guy. So uh, to give you guys some reference, he is uh, 38 years of age. He will be turning 39 this November. So obviously he's up there and obviously this would not be a long term solution. But at the end of the day, I'm not really looking, uh, you know, for this position to be long term. I'm just saying we need someone to help Mackenzie Blackwood go over the hump. We need someone who can just step in for a few games until Mackenzie Blackwood is able to have his footing underneath them. So everyone needs a mentor this day and age. Like this is what uh, makes some of the uh, most successful teams in any sport so successful is because, you know, they have a lot of veteran pieces on their team, whether they play or not. It's just overall the, the impact that they have in the locker room, the impact that they have, you know, in their limited amount of playing time. They're able to just mentor the young guys and just mesh them together because they've been in this situation before. So like I told you guys, the thing with Pekka Rene, oh, and by the way, while we're still on the subject, uh, Pekka Rene is one of the few goaltenders to actually score a goal in an NHL game. So who uh, was it also able to do that? I believe twice. Oh, right. Marty Brodeur. Okay. While I, I mentioned Marty Brodeur, I just wanted to, you know, say that fact uh, while it was still in my mind. So obviously uh, back to Pekka Rene and his overall impact. So obviously with Pekka Rene, he is a four-time All-Star. The last time he went to an All-Star game was 2019. So just a couple years ago. So you know he still has something left in the tank. Not a lot, but still, you know, he has a few things to uh, you know, prove. And then obviously he was a Vesna Trophy winner back in 2018. So that was pretty recent. And then obviously he's a fan favorite guy. So uh, he won the NHL Fan Choice Award uh, just a season ago. He won the King Clancy Memorial Trophy just a few weeks ago. So obviously we know that uh, his overall impact for any team or just outside the rink is really good. So, you know, I'm hearing a lot of reports saying the New Jersey Devils should stay away from Pekka Rene and overall just, you know, look for someone a little younger. But here's the thing, guys. You know, I and you you might call me crazy, but like I told you guys, I much rather have someone who is older at the net mining position because, like I told you guys, technique is something that you cannot teach. It's just like you know, either you have it or you don't, and that's uh, what determines whether you stay in this league for a long time. So overall, for Pekka Rene, I think the New Jersey Devils, I believe that should be one of their top options when pursuing a goaltender because overall I think Pekka Rene can really provide uh, a thing or two to this New Jersey Devils organization that is so young. So obviously we heard what Travis Zajac said about the New Jersey Devils and basically saying like, you know, if you're under this certain age, you basically don't 
fit in. Well, I'd say in this case, like, I love Zajac and all. I love what he was able to do for the New Jersey Devils organization. But screw that. Screw what he said, okay? Look, look, if you are an old guy, the young guys will listen to you because you've been around the league for a long time. So obviously with Pekka Rene, he's been to the Stanley Cup Finals before. He's won a Vesna Trophy. He's a multi-time All-Star. And, you know, he went to an All-Star game just a couple years ago. So just recent. So it's not like, you know, uh, the last time he went to an All-Star game was when he was like 30 years old. And like I told you guys, uh, when uh, Corey Crawford announced his retirement, I was saying, let's look at someone like Jimmy Howard, uh, who recently played for the Detroit Red Wings, but ultimately, you know, he uh, uh, retired because uh, the Red Wings announced that they weren't going to re-sign him. And I just said, sign Jimmy Howard because I believe that's a good second option. So, you know, ultimately, we were just too late for that. So, obviously, you know, I talked about what Jimmy Howard was able to do and the fact that he was an all-star just recently. And, you know, uh, was he on a very poor team? Yes. So, you know, his stats weren't really that good. So, obviously, you know, when I was talking about Rasmus, Ristolain, when I was talking about Sam Reinhart and his quietly good year, I talked about just how, you know, it's just unfair to judge those players since they are on such poor teams. So obviously their stats aren't going to be as good as they potentially can be. So anyway, for Pekka Rene, uh, you know, I've been hearing reports that, you know, I, I think he's going to test his wires in free agency, see where he best fits in. And he said in an interview uh, earlier in this month of June, he said, that he was open to returning to the National Predators, and he said that he's not against being a backup netminder. You know, obviously, he'll go in any role that uh, is accepted of him these days, obviously, because, you know, he's not the uh, young goalie that he once was. Uh, he's been with Nashville for a very long time since, uh, I believe, what, uh, 2007, I, I want to say? Yeah, I th it was 2007, and he's been with their organization for a long time. He was drafted by Nashville back in 2004, so obviously he's gone above and beyond the call of duty. He's, uh, you know, exceeded expectations, and overall, I think uh, New Jersey should really eye someone like Pekka Rene and what he can bring to the organization in terms of his impact. So is he the young goalie that he once was? Absolutely not, but I still feel like at his worst, he's still better than a lot of goalies best, if that makes any sense. So this past season, he appeared in 24 games. He had an overall record of 10, 12, and 1, and he had a goals against average of 2.84 and a save percentage of 907. So obviously, you know, when we're uh, trying to compare, uh, like, let, let's just look at the season prior for funsies, okay? So his overall record was 18, 14, and 4 in 36 appearances. He had a goals against average of 3.17 and a save percentage of 8.95. So obviously... Uh, you know, uh, it's still better than Aaron Dell. Let, let's just say that. Way better than Aaron Dell. And it looks like, you know, as the years have progressed, it looks like that the Nashville Predators are trying to, you know, make him more of a backup role. Obviously, this season kind of proved that. I told you guys in an interview that he was willing uh, to return to the Nashville Predators in a backup sort of role. He said that coaching staff was very direct to him in terms of his role. So that's another thing that I want to factor in. He is willing to accept his role. So obviously, guys, when you have a player like Pekka Rene, who has a very respectable career and overall has been in this league for a long time, uh, obviously, the fans love him. Uh, the NHL community loves him. So overall, he's the full package when it comes to a player because he has good stats. He has a lot of awards. Uh, overall, you know, he has a good impact on uh, a lot of the community that surrounds the NHL. 
But at the end of the day, you know, he is willing to accept his role. He's not going to be a diva. He's not going to say, I deserve to be a starter. I deserve to be this. I deserve to be that. So obviously, guys, you know, when we're looking at it from that perspective, I think, uh, you know, that that's someone who's very level-headed. That's someone who's very humble about his where his career is at so far. And obviously, you know, uh, being with the Nashville Predators and when we're looking at their overall record this season, uh, they finished actually fourth in the Central Division uh, with a record of uh, 31, 23, and 2 in 56 games played. So obviously, you know, it would be kind of a downgrade to go from the Predators to the Devils. But at the end of the day, guys, you know, it's just like um, I-, I think he could be that player that can really help us because, like I told you guys, goaltending was a huge issue for the New Jersey Devils, albeit, you know, I do want to be fair and say that Mackenzie Blackwood had to deal with COVID, he had to deal with injury, Uh, Scott Wedgwood was put into a particular uh, situation that he wasn't used to, and then obviously Aaron Dell coming from the Toronto Maple Leafs, I could see why they waived him, and overall uh, just being uh, asked to be the new uh, backup goaltender, and then obviously moving Scott Wedgwood uh, down to third string, and Aaron Dell not stepping up his game, and overall just being a huge disappointment, you know, I Obviously, guys, you know, uh, our situation isn't the best right now, but, you know, if we get a few of those players, like I was telling you guys at the beginning of the episode, if we trade that fourth overall pick for a very good defenseman and we get a solid backup goaltender, I wouldn't be surprised if the New Jersey Devils, uh, you know, make some noise out east and just overall compete for a playoff spot. That, that's how much confidence I have in this Devils organization. Because like I told you guys, they're following my advice. And I told you guys this prediction. I said that the New Jersey Devils, they need a glue piece. They need to, uh, you know, see what they could get for that fourth overall pick. And we need a solid backup goaltender. Now, I'm sure a lot of people have been saying this. But I agree with them. And I'm speaking into existence right now. And it's coming true. So, obviously, I'm just telling you guys that the New Jersey Devils, they need to make certain moves. And overall, they need to make smart moves. Because, like I told you guys, if you go all in, then... And, you know, it can really, uh, uh, you know, put a damper on uh, your rebuild. So, like, if you're rushing a rebuild, you're actually extending it. But I don't think the New Jersey Devils, in this case, are rushing it. I feel like they're ready to go to the next level because we have our young core. We have the pieces that we want to build around. Nico Heizer, Jack Hughes, and obviously uh, Igor Sharangovich and Yanni Kwokinen were big surprises, along with uh, Ty Smith and then over in the AHL, we got Holtz, we got Foot, we got Mercer, we got Ball. We have a lot of players to look forward to in terms of the future. And then obviously, I think Mackenzie Blackwood can do big things if he just has that mentor. That's the thing. Like I told you guys, Jack Hughes was able to mentor uh, Yanni Kwokinen, Igor Sharangovich, and a lot of other players uh, at the NHL level. And look how much better the production got for each one of those players that, you know, I, I forget the entire list, but he mentored a lot of young guys for the New Jersey Devils. And overall, they had major impacts. And you look at someone like Miles Wood and him mentoring like Nathan Bastian and overall, you know, being uh, a big help for Mikey McLeod and what they were able to do on that energy line. So it goes to show you uh, having a mentor, especially a veteran mentor, uh, really can go a long way. So n- not a knock at Miles Wood, not a knock at Jack Hughes, but they're still relatively young in their respect careers and then obviously we have the youngest captain in the NHL right now in Nico Heizer so obviously I think it's time to get some more veteran mentorship but you know before I give you guys my final uh, verdict on this potential signing 
for the New Jersey Devils. I need to give you guys the second live read this morning, and it comes from Bet Online. So, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't stay on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On on your first deposit. So I hope you guys are enjoying the Stanley Cup Finals. Tampa Bay Lightning go up one game to none against the Montreal Canadiens. They blew them out the water, and honestly, it's looking like the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, might become champions. So you might want to go to Bet Online and cast your bets. So also visit our friends at Locked On Bets as they give you guys all their latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs as well. Remember to gamble responsibly. So the final thing that I want to look at is Pekka Rene's potential contract with the New Jersey Devils. So a couple years ago, he signed a two-year, $10 million extension with the Nashville Predators, and he had an average salary of $5 million, obviously. So, you know, just to paint you guys an overall picture of what the New Jersey Devils would need to look at in order to sign him. To compare that, let's look at Corey Crawford's, uh, you know, contract that never came into fruition because he retired before the start of the season. We signed him to a two-year, $7.8 million deal with an average salary of $3.9 million. So are the New Jersey Devils willing to come up a little bit for Pekka Rene, or are they able to convince him to just come down a little bit more? So I think this is a good situation for Pekka Rene because he's going to have a large role in terms of being a mentor towards Mackenzie Blackwood. He'll be the backup goaltender. He can obviously give Scott Wedgwood a couple of pointers, and if that's not a sweetener for him, uh, you'd be reunited with your teammate uh, with P.K. Subban if he's not picked up in the expansion draft. So, you know, there's something right there. So uh, he would already, quote-unquote, have a friend, to say the least. He would have P.K. Subban, someone he's had some history with with Nashville. Obviously, I I think that uh, Pekka Rene, uh, you know, I'm hearing reports around uh, the New Jersey Devils Media Center saying that they don't want to sign Pekka Rene just due to his old age. But I'm just saying I don't agree with that. I feel as though having an old goaltender, especially someone who is capable of putting up respectable numbers like Rene, uh, deserves, you know, uh, just, just a chance with the New Jersey Devils, even though we're a very young team. Like I told you guys, you know, obviously, like I just said a moment ago, we're young. But at the same time, I feel as though having a veteran leader in Pekka Rene can, you know, go a long way for the New Jersey Devils, if I'm being completely honest with you. So, honestly, I, I think the New Jersey Devils, I think he should be on top of the list because he'll come cheap, uh, he'll accept his role, he'll be a great mentor. It's, it'll sort of be like what Corey Crawford was supposed to be for the New Jersey Devils in terms of just uh, being that mentor, being that solid backup. Obviously, uh, he has a respectable career and track history. So, for the New Jersey Devils, despite his old age, I think uh, signing him to a two-year deal, uh, I, I honestly, I wouldn't be against that. I wouldn't be sad one bit if we were able to do that. I wouldn't be complaining at all because Pekka Rene on your team can actually do wonders for someone like Mackenzie Blackwood and Scott Wedgwood, two young goalies who need that mentorship, who need uh, someone to rely on. And if Mackenzie Blackwood has a bad stretch of games like, you know, he did a couple times during this past season, then just having Pekka Rene there to, you know, just save face and overall just teach him the ropes, then I honestly, I think, um, I, I, I think he can be a big help for our organization in that regard. So 
overall for Pekarine, um, you know, am I against this signing? No, absolutely not. So I feel as though, uh, given his respectable stats, given his track history, I think the New Jersey Devils should make that a priority to maybe sign someone like him. Because, guys, look at it. Was Corey Crawford going to be a long-term solution? I, I, I think for the backup goalie, I don't think we're thinking long-term. I think we're thinking short-term that can help us long-term. What I mean by that is just, like, having that mentor uh, to help Mackenzie Blackwood out can help us out in the long run because Mackenzie Blackwood, if he gets that veteran leadership from another goalie, someone who is able to just help him out when need be, and overall just teach him the ropes, and a former Vesna Trophy winner, I think Mackenzie Blackwood uh, can do wonders for us in the future. Will he be as good as Marty Brodeur? Absolutely not. But at the same time, you know, I feel as though that could really help us out in the long run if we get that veteran player who's been around the NHL for a while, someone who is uh, able to just, you know, uh, come in and help and overall just be a teacher, be a leader by example or by vocal, whatever the case might be. I think that could do wonders for Mackenzie Blackwood. So, like, I repeat, guys, Corey Crawford wasn't a long-term solution, and Pekka Rene wouldn't be a long-term solution. In fact, it might be a one-year deal given his old age, and quite honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's contemplating retiring at this point because, like I said, he is open to returning to the National Predators, but he didn't hint towards, um, you know, whether he'd be testing free agency, whether he'd be retiring, whatever the case might be. But like I told you guys, I am all for signing, you know, uh, respectable goaltenders with a respectable history. I was a fan of the Corey Crawford signing. When the Detroit Red Wings revealed that they weren't going to re-sign Jimmy Howard, then I said, okay, why don't not go after Jimmy Howard because he also has a respectable track history. So why not go after Pecorine, quite honestly? So, uh, you know, he's an unrestricted free agent. So obviously uh, we could sign him and not have to give up anything. Wouldn't be a sign and trade. Wouldn't have to trade for him, period, whatever the case might be. Honestly, I think Pecorine can really uh, do wonders for this organization. Uh, obviously, I told you guys he is one of only 12 NHL goaltenders to score a goal. Remember, Marty Brodeur has done that, I believe, twice in his career. So I'm just saying uh, he already has something in common with the front office right there in someone like Marty Brodeur. Oh, I'm incorrect. Marty Brodeur actually did that three times. So I I'm just saying Pecorine. Uh, Pecorine is the latest to do it. He did that back in January of 2020 against the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, and who was the pulled goaltender? It was Corey Crawford. So am I stretching this a lot? Yes, I am. Absolutely. But is it impossible? No, I don't think so. I think Pekka Rene would be willing to sign with the New Jersey Devils, especially if he sees our young potential and he would be reunited with a teammate. And overall, I think he would have a much bigger role with our organization in terms of being a leader, in terms of being a backup goaltender over the National Predators because it seems like they're trying to go into a different direction, but that's up for Fitzy to decide. So let me know what you guys think on my Locked On Devils Twitter page. So thanks for listening. That's about all the time I have for you guys today. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. We have more Silly Season discussion as it looks like the fourth overall pick for the New Jersey Devils is up for grabs. So we could go over some uh, potential players they, they might trade for. And overall, let's look at more goaltenders that could come to the New Jersey Devils. So again, let me know what you guys think on Twitter. Keep an ear out for any Spotify green room so we can have a discussion about it. So continue to stay safe once again and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And I hope you guys are enjoying the Stanley Cup Finals. And I want to see the Canadians win the underdogs, but it looks like the Lightning are going to just blow them out silly. We'll see what happens.